0: you want to live a life of freedom and adventure are you wanting more than the daily grind me too welcome to the Emma Lovell show a place where we talk about living a life you love now I'm your host Emma Lovell and my number one value is freedom I've spent the last 14 years running a business and traveling the world and now I take my husband and toddler along for the adventure too it's possible and I know you can create a life doing what you truly love as well This podcast will inspire, motivate and encourage you to go after your dreams, to create a life you love and to live it now, not wait for retirement or someday in the future. I'll be sharing episodes weekly about how I harmonize business, travel and self-care. I'll also bring on incredible guests to share their journeys, the wins, the challenges and how they're creating a life they love. Let's jump in and get dreaming. This is a space for you to manifest a life you love. I would like to acknowledge and recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. I am grateful for the continuing care of the land, waterways, and skies where I work, live, listen, learn, and play. From here on Yougonbear country and from wherever you are listening, I pay my respects to the elders past and present. Welcome to the podcast today. I am so excited to share all about the Disney magic. I recently went on the Disney cruise, which was a 12-year dream come true, to celebrate my son's third birthday. So figure that one out if you can. Uh, So it was my dream, (laughs) but as soon as I saw that Disney Cruise Line was coming to Australia and New Zealand for the first time ever, um, I was knew we had to go and when they had a date that was 12th to the 14th of eight, of January and my son's birthday is the 12th of January it was fate. Uh, so I wanted I've had lots of people asking me how was it and all about it and so I thought it would be a great episode to share. Um, Disney is such a, a wonderful um, I don't know Uh, I don't part of my life and I think they're you know I I used to work focus on personal brand and when I would explain the difference between personal brand and business brand one of the four businesses that I would always um you or brands I would use as an example was Disney because those Mickey Mouse ears are so iconic and that is um, a logo well actually it's not the logo the Disney um the Disney word is the logo but the the Mickey Mouse icon is so um, synonymous that we, you can see that and it could be any mouse, but it's not any mouse. It's Mickey Mouse and it's Disney. And we just see that and you straight away think of fun, magic, inspiration, it takes you back to being a child. So uh, yeah, I really love that. Uh, so I want to share what was great, what maybe wasn't so great, what I would like to do differently and Yeah, just a little bit more about it. So for anyone thinking about going, um, there are still some cruises available uh, in the next few months. This is January, we're in January 2024, Um, but it looks like, yeah, I thought they would actually all sell out. I think that what's happened is people have cancelled and so then spots have become available. Um, Even, you know, my friends could only get an inside room and then they got to upgrade to Balcony um, before they went. So Yeah, but I'll also talk a little bit about cruises in general. I think people are quite anti-cruise. And like, I'm not a cruise person. Well, how do you know if you're a cruise person if you haven't been? And do I look like a cruise person? I think think people are quite surprised that I like cruises um, because, you know, a lot of the travel I've done is so adventurous. But I really do love cruises. I love that all of your accommodation, all of your food, all of your entertainment is in one place, um, that the transport is part of the experience. Um, and that you really get to like set up for a week and then or however long, two nights, three nights, five nights, 20 nights, 60 nights some of these cruises are, a year some of them are, Um, and then you just that you set up and that's that. Uh, You also get to go to destinations that are are amazing and get there pretty easily. Um, It's just, I don't know, I don't really see a downside. I I mean, lots of people. That could be downside, but there's lots of people in lots of places. Um, I was about to say they're expensive. They're not expensive. <laughs> they're actually great value for money. Uh, anyway, and I love, I love that when you go out to sea, like even as we were on the boat, we went out of Sydney Harbour. Even as you go on the boat, just as we just got outside of Sydney, the reception was already cutting out. I love that you are offline, and I know that people don't think that about me, um, but I love being forced to switch off. That's why I love aeroplanes. I love... That mostly you don't have Wi-Fi. Um, I don't like the introduction of Wi-Fi. I often tend to not use it, only if there's an absolute urgency. I really like that chance to switch off. So anyway, that's why I like cruises. Um, so yeah, my history with Disney started a long time ago. I yeah, I'm a childhood of the I'm a child of the classic Disney era, uh, which I've recently learned. And a top tip recommendation is to read um, Bob Iger's memoir book business book, uh, The Ride of a Lifetime, which talks about his um, role as CEO of Disney and his um, era, which has really been a big part of like Pixar era, and um, he's been CEO for the last 16 years, so some big developments. it um, talks a lot about Michael Eisner, who was the CEO before that and really actually brought in the classic, like, like Disney classics was created by them you know, and we think of them as classics because they told us they were classics. It's marketing, it's brilliant. Um, But they really are classics to me. You know, Sleeping Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, Snow White, Little Mermaid, The Lion King, Aladdin. Um, I had the box set and um, we had the videos, we used to buy the books. Um, And I actually, when I I went to the Salvation Army one day, the op shop here, Charity shop and saw a bunch of the Disney books, and I was like, I have to get them, they're classics. And I got a a huge pile for my son um, of Disney books for like 20 bucks. But I felt like I had to have them, and they're stories that I've grown up with and that I love. And I know that there are problematic themes and all those sorts of things, but I like whimsy, I like wonder, I like magic, I like dreaming. I hear the theme song, the doo 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 is when you wish upon a star from Pinocchio, fun fact, I get emotional. And uh, yeah, actually my first in-person experience with Disney was when I was nine years old, which is like the perfect age. I've I've sort of realized this, every time I tell a story, it's like nine, like I'm nine. I just think everything happened when I was nine. It was clearly, I have to investigate. Actually, and finally enough, my favorite number is nine. Maybe that's why. Um, When I talk about my childhood, everything happened when I was nine. So, um, it might've been seven, 11, 12, but I definitely was at Disney when I was nine years old and we went to, um, Disneyland in California. So we went on a big family holiday for six weeks. We went to, um, the U S for like five days. Then we went to the UK for a month and then back to the U S for five days. And my cousin, he was staying in Palm Springs and, um, we but we met up with him in Los Angeles and stayed in Anaheim and we went to Disneyland, which is you know, as a child is a dream come true. We also went to Universal Studios, and that was before California Adventure. And so despite having been back to LA, I would say at least seven times, maybe ten, since I went as a nine-year-old, I um haven't been back to Disneyland, and so that is definitely a big goal for me. But um, we had a really magical experience at Disneyland because it was um, raining, which should be a downer, but it actually meant there were only two rides that were closed. There was hardly anyone in the park and we got on every single ride except two, um, which is me, my brother and my dad just hit up the whole park, which was pretty incredible. Um, the only other downside was that the fireworks didn't happen, which is a huge highlight for many people. And so, yeah, I was sad about that and and we didn't see many characters and that was probably something that I would you know, I'd say to Disney if I had feedback, and um, maybe they've changed things since, but we only got to see um, Mickey and Minnie in Minnie's house. I just feel like they could have had more characters around. Maybe it was just a timing thing, but they could have had more characters around in restaurants and shops and things, even though it was raining. So, yeah, we missed out on the character thing. But in saying that, that meant that on the cruise, I wasn't that fussed about characters either. And I, um, for Finn, so that was a big time saver. Um, It can take up a lot of your time trying to meet the characters. And so, yeah, and then when I was 21, I was living in Mexico and then I went and travelled around the US afterwards and I met up with my brother in Orlando and we went to Disney World and we went, we lived out our childhood dream. We went to, yeah, Disney World. There's four parks in Disney World and we hit up all four parks in one day. We did not get on every ride but we got on a ride in every single park and we watched the fireworks and, oh, well, I get emotional, we held hands and cried. <laughs> and I have a cute, cute photo of us with the Walt Disney um, statue holding hands and posing like Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse. Um, but it was really fun to, yeah, be a little kid with my brother again and I have a dream that one day we will um, go to Disneyland with our children um, all together together. Um, yeah, we went with my whole family, and I just would really love to one day go back all together and share it. One of the Disneylands because there's actually now Disney World in Florida. There's um, Tokyo Disney, and there's Under the Sea Disney in Tokyo. I'll in in Tokyo, and I didn't go, so dang. There's Hong Kong Disneyland, which I did go to with my dad a few years after that. Uh, so I'll come back to the one, and then there's Paris Disney, which I've also been to Paris, and I also haven't been to that one, so few more to tick off in the future. Um, It's nice to spread them out. So we'll definitely be doing that in time. But, um, yeah, I won't. I've just said next time I go to Los Angeles, 100%, I'm going to go to Disneyland um, again. And I really hope that we get there this year with my son. But I'm also really wanting to go as an adult because I have talked, started chatting to someone, and I can't stop the idea now. The wonderful Ed Oyama. Uh, we have talked about hosting a retreat based around Disney. And after reading Bob Iger's book and the ride of a lifetime, I think, yes. And I just think there's so many lessons to learn from Disney in terms of customer service and magic and wonder and, um business acquisition and diversification and um just there's so many lessons so anyway we were going to look at marketing lessons from disney so yeah um stay tuned on that i'm very excited to run a retreat in the u.s and to do more business in the u.s so if you're a listener in the u.s let me know where you are and uh, hopefully i can bring some stuff over to you but yeah disney disney retreat is definitely on the cards So, yeah, and then uh, I was 23. I went to Hong Kong Disney with my dad, and that was awesome. Um, Small, it was great because I got to go on the teacup ride, and so I didn't get to go on that um, actually at Disneyland or Disney World. So, I finally got to achieve that one, and it was just a cute day out. It's not very big, but it was fun. Um, But, yeah, my first interaction with the Disney cruise was actually in 2011. When I went to, um, actually, I think, yeah, 2007 and I went to Hong Kong Disney, actually, 2009 I went to Disney World and then 2011 I was on a cruise with my dad in the Bahamas, a Royal Caribbean cruise. We were in St Thomas and we saw the Disney ship and it looked awesome and it probably was um, The Wonder, which is what I went on. And I, um, it they blew the horn and it went do, 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 I was like, that's amazing. And I later found out that they actually get fined for doing that and they don't care and they pay the fine. I don't know if that's still true, but um, there's, you know, a maritime horn they're supposed to say, like, it's supposed to sound like a something. And so when they do the Disney horn, it's not the right sound, but they do it anyway. Um And I love that. (laughs) So I saw it then and I was like, one day I'm going on that cruise. But I thought that I would have to go to the US to go on it. And I guess I just kind of parked the idea and it's still like I would see it pop up or I would think, oh, one day I'll do that, one day I'll do that. And so as soon as it came up and now I'm a mum and I have a little boy, I was like, oh, my gosh, we are 100% um, doing that cruise. So we booked it for the 12th to the 14th of Jan. It was my son Finn's birthday as we went on. Uh, We booked a balcony room. Uh, I have been going in balcony rooms since my second cruise, which was the cruise I did with my dad. I did a cruise when I was eighteen, the schoolies cruise um, which is hilarious. Two thousand five hundred eighteen year olds on a boat can recommend it was amazing that they don't run them anymore for obvious reasons. It was probably a silly idea, but it was super fun as a um to experience and you don't only really get that time in your life once. <laughs> so that was amazing. But um, then after that, I've done balconies. And so my husband and I went on a cruise 2019, uh, Royal Caribbean to Numea and uh, Lifu and uh, where else did we go? Which we one other? Mm, Vanuatu. And we went to scuba diving. So um, that was wonderful. But I, uh, like always, I just think the boat itself is the part of going on the cruise. For me, the destinations aren't, it it's about the crew the ship and the cruise itself and Disney 100% was about that it wasn't about going on a cruise if I want to go on a cruise um I wouldn't if I just want to go on a cruise I wouldn't go on Disney um you are going on the Disney cruise because of Disney um so just make that um distinction and maybe if you've never been on a cruise yeah I'd say probably try and go on another cruise different cruise liner first before you go on Disney um, otherwise, you would sort of putting a lot of experience and expectation into one trip. And cruising is a certain style. So we knew how cruising works and cruises work. We just got the Disney version of that. And each cruise line has their own experience of it. Um, I'd definitely say Royal Caribbean are probably the leaders to me, um, but then there's all different levels. Um, yeah, there's so many companies out there, but um, they've definitely been one that I've really loved going with. Um but Disney is just you're there for the ship is built like for Disney. The newer ships, um, there's actually a documentary on the Disney uh channel, which I highly recommend, um, or the Disney streaming app, uh, called Wish. And it's about then one of their newest ships, The Wish, but they've actually since built another one called Treasure. So I'm very excited. I would love to go on Wish and go to the US and go on Wish. So I mean, yeah, full disclosure, I have already um but, you know, decided we'll definitely go again, but probably in two or three years. Um, my husband thinks that Finn was probably a little too young. I don't. I think he was the perfect age and to start, and I think that he will experience Disney many times in his life. So I think sometimes um, I get it that for some people it's once-in-a-lifetime experience and you want to pick the right age. I think nine was a wonderful age for me, but I wouldn't discount going because you think your child's too young. Um Finn was at a great age as well because the nursery is zero to three and then the kids' club is three to 12. So he actually had the choice of the nursery and the kids' club. So the nursery we paid um, $5 per half hour and the kids' club is free and included. So we had the options. We actually didn't leave him alone in kids' club. We went in with him, um, which was actually a highlight. So I'm just jumping around a little bit. Um, But, yeah, so top tip, looking at the ages of your child, Three is great because they can do both but in saying that I think the difficulty we had with him being three was that I felt a little bit bad putting him in the nursery because it felt too young but then again we put him in at night which was perfect. He went in after dinner because we wanted to experience the dinner with him which was a great choice that unlike other cruise ships dinner is a great thing on other cruise ships. It's a lovely time to get together but it's just kind of dinner. Sometimes they might do some singing but mostly it's just dinner, whereas the restaurants are themed and the dinner is the dinner is a thing on Disney. So I'm glad that we had the early sitting, we had Finn, we had the full experience of the dinner, and then we put him into kids' club at um, 7. Sorry, we put him into the nursery at 7. So the first night worked really well um, because he fell asleep in there and that's what we wanted, that it would be like kindy where he could go to sleep, whereas I felt like if he went to kids' club he wouldn't go to sleep. Um would have been okay if we just wanted two hours by ourselves and picked him up at nine and he just had a bit later night i think accepting that when you're on the disney cruise bedtimes are out the window <laughs> and um uh yeah trying to have a routine is a bit of a, a different thing um and yeah they had shows on at ten thirty, so we didn't do the show the first night we did the show the second night with finn but um yeah i'll stick try and stick to the point so Nursery is fantastic. I think $5 half an hour is amazing. You book in the times before and we booked him in for two hours on the day and we booked him in for the two nights. Um, The downside being that because he was three, we could choose between and we just felt a bit bad putting him in the nursery and maybe being a bit too young for him and him feeling a bit too babied or more like drop-off like kindy than if it was like playing with other kids at kids' clubs. So. Yeah, that was our only downfall. Um, all right, I'll go back to the start. So 12th of Jan, all right, didn't start off great. I was so excited, wonderful, but we um, arrived to Circular Key to get our cruise and um, I looked over and I was like, that's not our boat. There's a giant cruise ship in the Circular Quay. It wasn't our ship. It was the Royal Caribbean ship, one because of the look, I knew it didn't look very Disney, but two, it had a giant giant Royal Caribbean down the side. I was like, oh no. And then it dawned on me. And I remembered that the cruises in Sydney sometimes go from White Bay Terminal, which is in Balmain. It's about a 20 minute drive from Circular Quay. And we'd got my dad to drop us off. So I was really agitated. And I was really annoyed because then I went searching through my email and we booked through a travel agent. Um, I went searching through my email. I went searching online. I went on the app. And I couldn't find anywhere where it said White Bay. like, did I just miss something? But no, they're just not very good at sharing that information. And it was really frustrating. And um, thank goodness for these crazy Facebook groups. So if you're going on a Disney cruise, there's actually a Facebook group about Disney Cruise Line. There's a Facebook group about Disney Cruise Australia and New Zealand. And there was a Facebook group for every different cruise date. So thankfully someone had posted in there asking about it and so I could confirm it and then we got over there. Also thankfully, I had planned to get there an hour earlier, which is very unlike me, <laughs> but our boarding time was 1 p.m., but I had heard that often they were ahead of time and so you could get there early and you would just get on early. So we got there 12:25. We were boarded on the ship at a quarter to 1. So it was actually really great. And once we got there, we got excited seeing the ship. Um All the staff are very, very friendly. There's lots of signage around that's really easy. Everything is already very Disney, Mickey Mouse, Goofy, Donald, everything is around. No characters but lots of pictures. There's a little cafe, it's air-conditioned. It was all very, very organised. Top tip as well, so we booked through a travel agent, Hello World, Felicity Daskham and her team were amazing. Um, And when you pay your final balance, then you should be able to get access to the check-in. And you want to do that as soon as you can. So ours opened up and I didn't. Ours opened up on like 13th of December. I didn't go until the 24th and I was really worried because the biggest thing I wanted to book in was the nursery and I didn't want all the babysitting and I didn't want that to be booked out, but also the boarding time. Um, and so the boat was set to the ship was set to depart at five. And so you could be boarding as late as 4 p.m. Um, anyway, so I was really like, oh, I need to get on. So thankfully I was able to select our time. The earliest time was, I think, 12, and we got on at 1. We got on a quarter to 1. So it was pretty awesome because, yeah, we were only on there for two nights. So we are actually only on there for the 12th from whatever time we got on to night time and then all day on the 13th. And then we actually disembarked at at 7.30 a.m. on the 14th so we really only had one full day but getting on there at 1 p.m meant that we were on there till we'd had a 10-hour day so we'd actually had a pretty full day the first day so it was good value I cried like at check-in didn't got a little wristband because it was like kids club I got emotional about that um you know they were playing Disney music in the terminal um all the security all the check-in was really swift uh you get like luggage tag sent to before. So everything was very streamlined and very smooth. Um, I was really impressed with that. And then as we boarded the ship, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> as we boarded the ship, it says like Disney Cruise Line on the mat. And like, as I said, I've been waiting 12 years for this. I know that people who are Disney fans have been waiting for this. And it was really important to me to be on there the first year. One, because if the year didn't go well, which was like, I mean, it was inevitable that it would. people would love it, but they might not come back to Australia and you now know that their fleet is growing they probably will come out more seasons but our season is quite short and I always just thought I'd have to go the US to go on it and then for it to come here and for it to be the first year and it was really cool some of the merch actually had inaugural Australia and New Zealand trips so that was really wonderful. Want someone that will hound you until you do the things that you need to do and absolutely stand there and support you 100%? It is no doubt in my mind that it is Miss Emma Lovell. Anyone that has M in their corner... Does better. She'll be your biggest cheerleader. Whatever she touches and creates is just magical. Two things about Em. She is extremely generous with her knowledge and expertise. And the second thing is that she will hold you accountable long after your in-person experience, which is great. If you're not working with Em, what the hell are you doing? Um, yeah, but I, you know, to see that mat, to see the boat, to be walking up to it, to being getting on it. Uh, again, the staff were lovely, welcomed us on, and then as we walked in the door, oh, Mickey was standing on the staircase, and I don't know why, I just didn't expect to see a character so soon, and I mean, to see Mickey Mouse, and he was in his captain's outfit, and I just like, and I was carrying my son on my hip surfer, on my hip, on my seat, my Lily hip surfer. He was cut right up to my face, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, Finn, it's Mickey. And, um, I will tell another story in a second about Mickey, but then, um, they asked us for our name, our surname, and we're kind of hearing what's going on, but Matt, my husband didn't know why they were asking. You know, he said Lovell because the booking was under my name, but my husband and my son's names are quick. Um, my son took my husband's name and I kept my name. So they went, welcome aboard the Lovell family. And so I turned around and laughed, but yeah, and Finn was just like in awe, like looking up at Mickey, and yeah, I mean, look for that moment alone, I would pay the money. It was so special and wonderful. Um, because we'd had friends go on it as well, we made a game plan, so we knew exactly what we were going to do when we got on. I said, "Let's go have lunch," because they do close lunch, I think, around two thirty, three o'clock. I think some of the v- upstairs, like the, um, they have like kind of, mm, I'd say cafes all these cafes around, like a hot dog place and a burger place and, like, you know, light snacks place and ice cream on tap all the time, soft drinks on tap all the time. But to have, if you want to have the proper lunch, um, then that was only open till like, 2.30 or 3 o'clock. So some people had seen in the groups complaining because they'd got on later and they hadn't got to have that lunch experience Um, or people are so busy going around looking at the ship that they don't go and have lunch then and they miss out. So we went straight for lunch and then I was told go straight to the pools because there's less people um, when you first get on. People aren't doing that. They're going to their rooms or they're going and looking at the boat. So the pools are less busy, which wasn't true, but it was good to, to know that and we had all our swimmers and stuff packed in our bag. But the reason I laugh about Mickey Mouse is because that for a month before we went on, My son is three and we've been doing quite well with learning a little bit about toilet training. But when I found out that to go in the kids club, they have to be toilet trained and to go in the swimming pools they have to be toilet trained. So I was like, that's it. We're accelerating the, the training. Mickey Mouse is the bribe and we are going to encourage him with he gets to meet Mickey Mouse when he goes on the toilet. And so even at kindy, the day before we left to go to Sydney to tell them that we, um, I told them we were going on the Disney cruise and he's like, yeah, and I see Mickey Mouse and his teacher went, oh, that's why we've been hearing so much about Mickey Mouse when we go to the toilet. <laughs> and so he just, whenever he goes to the toilet now, he associates it with Mickey Mouse. And I've told him how proud Mickey Mouse will be of him and how uh, <laughs> excited he'll be. And that in order to meet him, he needed to be able to go on the toilet. And it, it, it worked. So He's still sort of in training phase, but it definitely accelerated it, helped it. And the King told us how well he's doing. So anyway, top tip: um, use Mickey Mouse as a bribe <laughs> to, to make your children do things. Uh so then we had lunch. I know it's gonna end up being a long episode, but I'm having fun. Hope you're having fun listening. Um, so we then had lunch in Tiana's place. And so Tiana's place is from the movie The Princess and the Frog. I have to say, when I first read about it on the on about the boat and i read about it I wasn't that interested i made sure before the few weeks before we started to get into the, the spirit and we have the disney channel we love it but I, um, I just started to watch a lot of different disney movies with finn uh, funnily enough he really like loved brave and he, with the bear and the scottish set one he really loved tangled uh, with Rapunzel, which I also love, I think it's great. Well done, movie. With like love, I have big hair, so I love big hair. And then he loved. Um, oh, and we watched The Princess and the Frog. So just because I knew we were going to, and so then it makes sense that it's Tiana's place because in the movie Princess and the Frog, her whole dream is having a restaurant. And so you go in, and then they've got a a bar and cafe outside Tiana's place called the French Quarter because and. Um, Princess and the Frog is set in New Orleans, New Orleans in the US, and um, the French Quarter is where all the jazz music happens, so which is really cool. So then they have jazz bands there. They had a trolley car, a tram set up, um, just all done in that French Quarter and um, carnival style. And then when you go into the Tiana's Place restaurant, they actually, like, cheer you when you come in, which is amazing, all the staff line up and cheer you in. And then, of course, the service was wonderful um, and the people were yeah, we had this amazing, um, the servers on our table were from India and Mexico, two of my favorite countries. So I got to speak a little Hindi, speak a little Spanish, something I love about cruises as well, that all the staff are so international. So you get to have conversations with people from all around the world. Uh, so I'm very much in my happy place. And Matt was laughing at me because, um, yeah, just straight away flipped into travel mode. Um but lunch was really good and the service was amazing. They brought over Finn the welcome Sunday ice cream and they sang happy birthday to him. I told them it was his birthday but they actually knew. They had have it written down in their system, which is amazing. So they knew it was his birthday that day. Um that was really sweet and just a really lovely meal. So that was a great experience to start the boat. We went up to the pool. Uh, They had three pools. They had the adult pool, the um, middle pool. I actually should have asked everyone for questions. What do you want to know? But I'll just tell you things and hopefully I cover things. But I would really welcome questions if you're thinking of going. Um, There's lots of information online, but I think first-hand experience is always good. So anyway, there's an adult pool with an adult bar um, only, which is good to have a a middle bar and pool, which is for kind of bigger kids, bigger pool, probably a family pool. And there's food and bar there. And then there's a kids section and it's got a really small, short, shallow pool, which is absolutely packed with children. There's a giant slide, which the line was like way long and Finn's too small. So we were nowhere near going on that. But then they had a splash area, which was really fun. And then they had a really little kids toddler splash area, which was so genius. And that was Finding Nemo themed. And that was good because even the splash area was a bit too much for Finn. Matt loved it, my husband, but. Finn didn't love it. So um, finding Nemo splash area, which is a bit like at SeaWorld on the Gold Coast, we have, uh, like, a reef um, splash area that he loves going in. So that was very comforting. Um, It was boiling hot. The weather was amazing, but it's so hot because you're on the rooftop. Uh, So, yeah, we stayed up there for a while. Um, We got some pizza from the pizza bar and Finn ate pizza properly for the first time, so that was cool. Matt and I had a cocktail and... Um, there was a giant movie screen in the middle as well. There's a giant movie screen over the pool and they play movies throughout the day. So that was really fun as well. And then we got into our room. Actually, we had got into our room before that. So after lunch, we just went and checked because sometimes the rooms aren't ready until a bit later, but our room was ready, uh, at a quarter to two. And so we got straight into our room, beautiful balcony, beautifully laid out. And they had actually built out of towels on the bed, a cake and laid all the like New Orleans carnival beads all over the cake and they had a birthday card and a birthday certificate and a badge in like on our door card um ready for us and I just cried again (laughs) and I just was so happy you know I really wish we'd had three nights I think three nights two days would have been perfect which would have ended up being three days because we got on so early four nights would probably be my max to be honest so that's my top tip I think seven days would be crazy. I think you'd be exhausted. There's so much on. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, I think in the future I'd look at four nights. Um, as I said, I don't. I don't really think Disney Cruise is about the destination. So they do have boats that go to New Zealand. They do have ship um, cruises that go to um, Auckland. But like, it is one of the more expensive ones. And I really think you're going on the Disney Cruise to experience the ship. So going out to sea and the Sydney cruise just went out to sea and I think that's perfect. I don't think we needed to stop anywhere. Um, I certainly don't need to stop anywhere in Australia and I think, you know, personally, and I have travelled a lot, I have been to New Newmare a couple of times. I've been to some of the islands. I would totally go back because it's just an easy holiday, but, like, if I want to go to Vanuatu, I'm going to go to Vanuatu. If I want to go to Fiji, I'm going to go there. Um, if I want to go to New Zealand, I'm certainly just going to go there and have been. Um, I think... For me, the cruise is about the ship and about being on the boat. The only other cruise that I'm looking at in terms of for the travel and for the destination, I've actually started to eye off for one day in the future, 30-day cruises or 20-day cruises that actually go across the world. And instead of doing a flight, you're using the ship and stopping all along the way at different destinations as as your travel. And I'd be probably looking at those for, like, the north of Africa type ones. So Anyway, even if it wasn't from Australia because it's quite far, Um, even if we went to Singapore and then went from there. Anyway, there's lots of options, but I just think four nights would be perfect. So, anywho, um, I'm so glad, though, that we booked the birthday one. That was really amazing. But a sort of a downside of the cruise for me was that on the way to our room on the first day, just after lunch, my phone battery died. And I was like, okay, well, I'll charge it. And I left it in the room and I'm like, oh, that's a shame we're going up on top. I'll just use Matt's phone while we're on top and take some photos. Or oh, I'll take photos later because when my phone's back. Didn't charge an hour later. Tried, tried every port, tried every charger we had, wouldn't charge. Um, borrowed an iPhone charger in case mine wasn't working, wouldn't charge. Left it overnight, didn't charge. I was like, I ended up getting really upset, which just sucks and it seems frivolous and silly, but... You know, I've had a lot of money. I waited a long time to go on this cruise and I was there with my baby boy. Photos are something that I love. Photos and videos are something I treasure. And I joked about it being the worst thing that could happen to a content creator. But, you know, I didn't want to create content about it. I did want to take photos, but I actually, it was more than that. I wanted to have the photos and videos for myself I then started to go into the thinking about, you know, I run my business from my phone. I do a lot of work with my phone. They're also very, they're quite an expensive item. And if it were broken, that's a huge life admin and mental load hassle that I really, really don't need right now. And so I had like an hour on the second day where I had a bit of a cry and tried to ask for help from reception. They ended up one of the ladies personally lent, lent me her um, charger, which was a Lightning charger, and when it wasn't charging after ten, it wasn't turning on. There was something wrong, and it turned out there was something wrong. The battery was dead, and the back of the screen, the back of the phone had been broken. That damaged it. I've had to go get a new phone anyway. So, which was a bit of it, and unfortunately, it happened the day after. So, I was trying to fix my phone. It just anything like that goes wrong. The cruise itself was Great. And it's great to do this now a week or so later because I've had the time to process and reflect. But unfortunately a few days after I felt a bit down, I felt sad that it was over. I guess I felt down. I felt tired. (laughs) Um, But I was really disappointed that, you know um, we had my husband's phone. So we, you know, we got photos, we got videos, but it's not my phone. My phone camera is definitely better um and having to ask and having to share um I wasn't worried about the internet or uploading or anything like that I just wanted to be able to capture things and I wasn't able to capture things as quickly it was frustrating to use I know first world problems all that sort of stuff but it was my problem it was my disappointment it was my sadness so that was a bit of that was just my personal challenge the lesson out of that was always take a power bank I ended up trying to ask somebody for one because I just felt like if I could just get some solid juice into it, but by that time it was dead anyway. So, and also don't let your phone go to zero. So that was, that was so less. don't let your phone go to zero. It's not the greatest for it to happen. Um, but also don't, just take a power bank. It makes life a lot easier than having to um, try and charge. And generally cruise ships, the the power is not, the voltage is not as high. So it does take longer t- for things to charge, top tip. Uh, Our room was amazing. We loved it. Beautiful. Loved the Disney theming. Loved the Disney channel. It was on. We ended up watching Disney movies in our room. Um, We went around. We saw the kids club and actually had this wonderful thing called open house. And so if you have a child who is kids club age, you could go in at these times and experience the, the kids club with them, which was so nice because I love seeing his world and I love seeing what he gets to do. And he was just having so much fun interacting with it. Uh, we saw the characters on the first day. I wasn't as I said so fast. I was happy to see them without having to meet them. So we left our character meetings to the second day and we just were happy to see them and point them out. Um, I'll just talk about some highlights now I don't want to go through uh, chronologically. I think a highlight for me was the frozen the musical, Um, on the boat. Matt and I actually saw the Frozen the Musical but to see it on the ship with Finn because we didn't take him was too little the first time Um, and Sing Let It Go which I did sing along with. I actually once was a tour manager on a trip in Cambodia and I um, (laughs) made everyone do Disney trivia and Disney sing-along I was like, I'll sing this movie, this song, you tell me what movie it's from. or well, tell me the movie and I'll sing the song. I love it so much. And while you're on the ship, it's amazing. There's drawings around the boat and artwork from the movies over the years and this and, and all the cartoons. There's also um, they play the music all the time. So you're just walking along and you start singing Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo or you start singing. Um, a Whole New World was in my head a lot, but you'll just start singing the song, and that was really fun for me. Um, if you disney need out, your room is a great place to go and it's why I recommend having a balcony if you can or an ocean view because you can just have that place to chill out. Because we had that, there were people who were like, I just need a minute to myself, it's overwhelming. I didn't think that. I thought the boat would actually feel busier. I think because we weren't so worried about the character meetings and because Finn was younger, we weren't so, he wasn't asking us to do certain things. So we could really choose our own itinerary. Um it's a little overwhelming the amount of activities that are on. And you know, like the frozen the musical was on three times in the day. And so you have to really choose. I thought the first viewing's probably gonna be really busy. The late ones when we have dinner. So we really only had the two o'clock. And that might have fallen when Finn had a nap. So he he watched most of it, which is great. And it was lovely to share with him. But you really sort of try and time around those things. You don't want to miss your dinner sitting because The dinner is an experience and we were very fortunate with our, because it was only a two-night cruise and there were three restaurants, we were on a rotation and we got the best rotation. So we got Animator's Palette, which is the most incredible, surprising experience. And then we had Tiana's Place the next night, which was lovely to see it at night, different to the day. And then we didn't have Triton's. We had Triton's for our final birthday, uh, um, departure breakfast. And Triton's is really just a restaurant. So there wasn't actually, it's, like kind of maritimey, a little mermaid themed, but it's not it's not overly themed, and they don't really do anything in there. So people who got Tritons one not were a bit disappointed. Um, but the animators' palette was amazing. They did, uh, you literally do a drawing. I mean, I'm giving away a secret. Oh. <laughs> and then they take the drawings, and they make they include it in a cartoon. And so your drawing is in a cartoon with. And it's, like, Fantasia style and there's all the clips from movies over the years and your drawings up there. And it was just beyond incredible. Um, they changed the lighting. They had animation, drawing all around. The Everything was themed as the artist sort of palette. Uh, it was really fun. And it was Finn's birthday night, so they sang Happy Birthday again and gave him an extra birthday dessert. So that was really wonderful. The food was great. Um, we made sure to visit most restaurants except we didn't go to um, – there's like something cove restaurant, Calm Cove, which is a cafe just for adults where they can get coffee. I didn't go there. Um, I think Matt did, wasn't bothered. Um, I tried Daisy's Delights where I got snacks. There's 24-7 food. We didn't get to do room service, which I heard was good. I really wanted to, but we didn't have time to eat that much. Um, I took an hour for to have a time by the pool the adult pool by myself while matt and finn had a had a nap so that was really nice to get to experience that and read my book and not have my phone so that was a good side of not having my phone um yeah and then tiana's place for dinner they did like carnival style there was a jazz band tiana's there herself so that's really fun um We did do two character meetings, three character meetings in the end. We accidentally met Rapunzel and played Duck, Duck, Goose with her, which was so cute and fun to experience. Um, Finn was just in awe Um, while we were waiting for Mickey Mouse. So um, top tip is if you're waiting in line for one of the characters, send your, if you have your partner with you, send your partner away to get a coffee or something like that while you wait in line. Um, It was special meeting Mickey and I'm glad we got that moment. He was the only one we wanted to really have a photo with. And then we were walking past one time, and Pluto had a very short line. So we jumped in and had a photo with Pluto. And Finn thought it was hilarious. And he was like, the dog niffed me. The doggy sniffed me. So he um that's kind of a core memory now of this giant dog sniffing him and his giant whiskers in his face. And he just thought that was so fun. So yeah um disembarking was really organized as well we packed our bag 10 p.m the night before and it was wonderful adults only there were three adults only bars matt and i the first night was perfect we um, went to the cadillac lounge which was really lovely not busy at all i think a lot of because they still they had the show on at 10:30. there were still so many activities on in the evening and the late dinner sitting is like seven so a lot of people were in their dinner and then people with younger kids will go to bed, so going to bed or doing activities. So we actually had a really quiet, peaceful time in this gorgeous bar and a proper drink. And then they had a pub, and they had like a silent disco <laughs> activity area. Um, yeah, I, I think I think you can definitely find quiet and peace on the Disney cruise. Um, I think as I've tried to say three times, but I haven't got two. It's quite overwhelming. There's so many things to do. And so you're finding the balance between doing some stuff, but also resting, but it's not a holiday. It's not a relaxing holiday. You want a relaxing holiday, go on a different cruise, find moments like going to the pool or sitting on our balcony or going to the bar where there were not many people finding some quiet spaces. That was lovely, but you're really on the Disney cruise to experience it all. So as much as it felt like there was so much to do and you're almost getting instant FOMO, just surrender. Go on it for two, uh, three, four days and just make the most of it and just know that it's going to be late nights, it's going to be a lot of food, it's going to be a lot of act- activity and action and um, surrender to that. The show that we did see was fantastic, the evening show. It was unfortunate that they were on at 10.30 at night um, the first night we just missed the sail away party, which was all the classic characters. We just we were tired and Finn was tired and we just didn't um, push through. And the second night we were going to leave Finn in the nursery, but he'd had a bad drop off and we, we felt bad, and so we went and got him. We wanted to soak up the time with him. And so we actually went to the Marvel show all together. He did really well. There's like superheroes, um, Iron Man, uh, Loki. Black Panther, Black Widow, um, all the characters, Ant-Man, everyone. It was really cool, so well done, so Disney, incredible production, but unfortunately it was too good. And when Spider-Man was fighting Red Mask from Captain America, Finn got really, really, really scared, probably the most scared I've ever seen him he didn't like the shooting and the violence. Um, we, a few days later, bad parenting mistake, tried to show him the movie Black Panther. And again, there was a violent scene of like shooting and people fighting. He was like people fighting, apparently. Um, the fireworks were fine. The, you know, the flying fox was fine. But when they were fighting each other and the banging, that was, he was terrified. So um, whoopsie. But um, incredible production. Well done, Disney. Too real, too good. So all in all, 100% worth it, absolutely worth it, would do it again, probably would do it on a different ship. I wouldn't go on the Wonder of Magic again. That's just me personally. I like to experience different things. I would go um, in America probably um, or if they were in Asia just to experience it in a different way. But I think it would be more like if we were in the US anyway, see what's available and try and get on a boat. I would not fly all the way to the US for the cruise. I just think that is not financially it's just a huge investment i would always tie it into something else so even flying to sydney we visited family and stayed with family and had um finn's birthday on the sunday with family so ah oh, this has been a long episode but i had to tell you all about it i the solo episodes were meant to be my short ones but anyway here you go you're welcome i hope this helps if you were interested in disney as i said read the book right of a lifetime um I don't know, share with me your Disney experience if you're a Disney fan too. um, I can't wait to do more Disney episodes in the future. Um, I will never stop being the the child, have that inner child who loves the magic and the wonder and the creativity that is Disney. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, lovely one. I hope this has inspired you to dream big and start creating a life you love today. If you love what you're hearing, don't forget to follow and rate on Spotify and rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. It helps other awesome people to find this podcast and get motivated and inspired as well. Want to stay connected? Come and join the Live a Life You Love group on Facebook or connect with me on Instagram EmmaLevel.AU. the same as my website, but all the details are in the show notes, lovely. I'll see you next episode for more inspiration, motivation and freedom seeking. Now go out there and live a life you love.